Welcome back. We're going to get right back into it this week. Excellent. Um, thanks for being here. It's good to be here on a Monday. Yeah. Love uh, Mondays. One of my favorite seven days of the year. Mm. Or, mm. Excuse me, of the week. Speaking of the week, we're yes. in Mark 13. We were uh, yeah. there. We still are there, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, we'll probably be there for what? Two, three, five more weeks? No, I think I think next week we're going to finish Mark 13. Perhaps two more weeks. Perhaps. Uh, enough with the little, uh, the little tone. <laughs> yeah, a little stabbing. A little dex. All right. Um, so here's what I would like to, to touch on today. Um, you know, eschatology, you use that big old word. And talking about the end times. Um, why... You know, Jesus seems much more practical in his ministry. Love your neighbor. Love uh, love one another. Uh, you know, uh, pray for your enemies. Um, cold drinks of water. You know, those type of things. Why, as believers, should we even care about the details, the nitty-gritty of these things? Yeah. Why should we spend our God-given breath and effort towards learning these things? Well, I, I think... We want to learn them because the scripture teaches these things. Now, it is, uh, like I said in our Sunday sermon, you know, it's there's symbolism in the language. Some of the things are kind of vague. He moves from an event and then right on to another one that's 2,000 years later. And so it's not like we can turn to a particular page like it's an encyclopedia and read mm-hmm. all about it. And so we have to kind of piece these things together, but they're part of the scripture. Mm-hmm. And so we piece these things together as part of the scripture. I, I think... The other question or aspect of the question is, why would God put these things in there uh, for us? Like, because some, a lot of people say it's going to happen one way or the other. Mm-hmm. What's the difference kind of thing? And, and I think ultimately, it, as we look at eschatology, as we look at these things, it's a reminder to us of who's in control and who's sovereign. These things aren't just randomly mm-hmm. occurring, but the Lord sees these things. He's written about these things. In this case, he's spoken about these things. Uh, of how things will turn out in the last days and thus to ready ourselves when those days do come upon us or whatever the generation that will be alive in that day. And so I think that's one of the, the strongest reasons. John said in uh, one of his epistles, he said, whoever has this hope of Jesus's return, whoever has this hope within himself purifies himself even as he is pure. And so then the idea then is that a person that's expecting that Jesus Christ could come back today is living mm, life differently yeah. than a person who thinks, ah, eh, 10 years, 20 years, never in my lifetime and whatever it be. And, and you can apply that same thinking to, you know what, I'm 48 years old, you know, average lifespan, guy in America, 76, 77, I got 30 more years left. Not necessarily, you know, as we're seeing with this mm. coronavirus uh, and things like that. We don't know how many more days we mm. have. Jesus would say in that passage, no man knows the day or the hour, and so live ready, mm. he would say. So I think that's one of the, the strongest reasons for why we should dig into these things. Yeah. I think I would probably <clears throat> have landed on the 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 initial side that you said. Maybe um, it's going to happen one way or the other. I trust that he's good, and mm. it's going to do it in a good fashion. Sure, uh, sure. Um, and I think sometimes I, I've leaned that way because I've seen the others, I've been associate or, or seen someone from the other side of the, the pendulum on the other, in the other camp that would say, that would just solely think about these things, trying to, you know, do the math, yeah. um, 
speak about it, you know, fire and brimstone all the time. Um, why, you know, like, how do we get to the middle? How do we, you know, how do we, if we're pendulum swinging, how do we settle? Well, I, I think one thing is humility. Mm. Um, Jesus said, no man's going to know the day of the hour. And so certainly those that are setting times, um, that it's going to be this day, it's going to be that day, sell everything you have, come meet me on a mountain, mm. that kind of thing. You know, that that's way off to the extreme. So we don't go in that direction. Um, but I think there's also the, a level of humility in we don't know the day or the hour. And so to to get out all of our charts and try to figure it out and narrow it down, I may not know the day or the hour, but I know the year, you know, mm. or something like that. And then we can sort of shove that into other people's faces. I think that's a mistake as well. Mm. Uh, I, I said it on Sunday. I think we're getting close. Mm. Uh, and so since we're getting close, I, I think it behooves us all the more is to lift up our heads because you're looking for it. Mm. Um, you know, someone's coming home. When I was kids, you know, we knew our cousins were coming over. And my aunt, my mom would say, oh, they just called. They're leaving now. We would go outside and we would wait for them to come pulling up the street. And we know that it's getting close. And so we lift our heads and we look expectant. And, and as I closed out yesterday, look, if you're not ready for that, it's time to get ready mm. for that. It's time mm. to put away all those things you've been playing around mm. with. And fix your eyes so that when he comes, you won't be found ashamed. Mm. He talks about it in another place as well. Mm. Mm. So then, even though we're talking about eschatology, uh, even though we maybe throw around some big words or even confusing terms, um, there is application here. Live with almost an urgent disposition, mm-hmm. uh, an expectant disposition. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, and I, I think it's helpful. Um, you know, I think a lot of folks, they come at that from the perspective, oh, I don't want to get caught. Mm. If he, you know, if he comes, he's going to catch me and I'll be embarrassed for eternity or something like that. There's something to it, I guess. I mean, that's good. Think about guess. the virgins, uh, you know, or not the virgins, sorry, the 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 guests waiting. Uh, keep your uh, lambs yeah, trimmed. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Keep your lamps trimmed and your oil uh, in order and mm-hmm. be ready. He's coming. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's that aspect of it. You know, don't get caught off guard and stuff. But at the same time, I think maybe from a more positive place of motivation is this idea that the days are short. Yeah. You know, and so you've been given a commission and that commission is to go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. Uh, there's a limited time frame for us to do that. And so are you busy about that? Mm. And if Jesus came back today, would you have communicated with everybody that you wanted to have Mm. communicated with? Or did you keep putting it off thinking, I got plenty of time? Mm. Well, the reality is at some point in time, you'll have no more time Mm. because he's going to return as he said that he would. Mm. So positive, maybe a negative aspect of what motivates you. Yeah. And, you know, I think him coming back is a promise uh, that was long foretold you know like uh, not just in the new testament but long before that that there would be a day where there would be no more tears and so when you think about from the positive side i think about how i used to feel as a kid on christmas eve mm-hmm. you know like going to sleep with a, such expectancy yeah. that there is going to be good tomorrow you know and so in that way it was presence and stuff like that sure. but in this way is <coughs> presence with the lord yeah you know, so. and when jesus communicated those pretty well-known words in John 14, a 
about I, I go to prepare a mm. place for you that where I am you may also be. That was designed to bring comfort to them. Mm. And it wasn't this idea of something that they should dread, but something that they should look forward to and long to, and even be motivated by to keep running their their race well. Because yeah. I go to prepare a place for you, that where I am, you may also be. Comfort one another with yeah. these words, it says. Yeah. So. Thanks. Uh, so, you know, be encouraged this week. Um, if you're not feeling expectant, if you're not feeling uh, that urgency, um, I'd imagine time in his presence would uh, yeah. draw that out. You know, I think, and I know you're, you're finishing, but let me <laughs> just say, I think oftentimes the reason why that is is because you've become so distracted with other things. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's time, like we talk about taking a fast from certain things. You know, there's a lot of things you can take a fast from beside food to just sort of deal with some of those things that have become distractions for you so that you can instead focus your heart on him. Mm. All right. So... Uh, application, uh, um, how to bring Mark 13 into your daily life. And this is just one aspect. And so be blessed this week and we'll see you soon. Thanks so much.